0: Never the back with them we Welcome to the Ultimate Men's Playbook Podcast. This is Tom Kayat. Looking forward to bringing you a great edition today. You need to accelerate your life now. So five strategies to accelerate, to kick some ass, to move forward, and to stop the procrastination in actually achieving your goals and dreams. Number one, stop chasing motivation. Listen, I'm a big fan of podcasts and books. I love listening to Ed Milet, Tony Robbins, Andy Frisella, Sad Guru, but understand something, no podcast, no book, no conference is going to motivate you long term. It's your discipline or it's your lack thereof that's gonna make or break you. All right, so I can't stress this enough. There's so many people out there who will listen to the rah-rah and say, oh, that was so good, I listened to this guy and they're just jacked up, ready to take action. And all of a sudden, the brakes are halted and they don't do anything. Well, I gotta to listen to some more motivation. I'm gonna to listen to Grant Cardone. Holy shit, this is so good. Wow, I'm pumped up, I'm pumped up. And then all of a sudden, when it's time to take action, nothing gets done. Are you one of these people? So I'm going to give you three tips. Number one, consistently do what actually moves the needle. Okay. So what do you actually need to do to move forward? What is your motive in the motivation? Okay. What is your goal? So do what needs to be done to move the needle. Number two, honor your deadlines. If you say you're going to get something done by Friday, get the fucking thing done by Friday or Thursday or even better Wednesday And number three, be accountable to somebody. Here's what I know about being in my own business. If I tell people what I'm going to do, now all of a sudden, my word is my worth. My accountability, my reputation's on the line. Do I get things done? Of course I do. Because I put myself out there with some public accountability. All right, so number three, be accountable to somebody. Listen, motivational podcasts, books, they are fantastic. But only... If you take the lessons and you apply them. Otherwise, you're not doing what the author intended you to do. All Right. So I'll listen to something from Ed Milad and I'll say, what are the two or three points that I can apply today? And I make a point of applying it today because that means I took action. All right. There's something called theory and there's something called methodology and there's something called practice. You take the theory and methodology. You make sense of it. You make it your own and then you move forward. You practice, right? Whether things go well or not, that's okay. You look at the information, you say, okay, how can I make it better next time? Through practice until you achieve your directed goal. That's the point of motivational books and um, podcasts. Okay, take action. All right, number two, find your mission. I cannot believe the fact that there are people who wake up Monday morning dreading going to work. And they are... Dead set on looking forward to Friday arriving so they can get some escape from the job that they can't stand. Friday night, complete escape. They booze it up or indulge in pizza or ice cream or whatever the fuck they do. And their favorite days are Saturday and Sunday. Come Sunday night, they're dreading going back to work again. And this is what they do week in, week out, year in, year out. And then what they end up saying is, I cannot wait till I retire. What the fuck is that all about? You cannot wait until you retire. You cannot wait until you're 65 so you can do what? Deep sea fishing at 65? Pulling the big marlin with your scrawny little body? Your emaciated body from 45 fucking years of work? Come on, like seriously? Or you're going to start water skiing at that age? Or, or mountain biking? You got to be kidding me, right? You better figure this shit out. You better find your mission. You better find your motivation. We can say the same about other areas of your life. Think of your body. Is your mission to be a fat fucking slob and walk around with uh, aching joints and potential heart disease and diabetes? Is that your fucking mission? Or is your mission to actually look good and feel alive and feel vibrant, feel like you can perform? But what about your family? Uh, Is your family there just as a default? I mean, your kids are kind of roaming around doing their own thing, oblivious to dad because they don't give a fuck about dad. They don't respect dad. Or is your mission to be the best example for your kids leading the way and taking charge and doing stuff so that your kids say, holy shit, man, dad's a mover and a shaker, I wanna be exactly like dad. What about your mission to contribute to this world? Or are you just a selfish fuck who doesn't give a fuck, it's all about me, it's all about me, it's all about what I'm entitled to, or do you actually go out and shake hands with people, look them in the eye and make a difference in people's lives? So what's your mission? There's a point in time where you gotta get clear about exactly what you want. You got to make a clear plan and then follow it. You want to accelerate your life? Find your fucking mission. Now, let me ask you something. What if you don't like your job? Well, if you don't like your job and it pays shitty, you got to start making a motion to leave eventually and find a different career. Maybe upgrade your skills. Maybe upgrade your connections so you can get into a place where you can serve better and make some more money doing something you enjoy. Now, What if you don't like your job, but it pays well? If that's the case, find a way to make the most of it. All right. Um, Here's the situation. I was a school teacher years and years ago, and uh, I liked my job. I was teaching phys ed. It's a little bit easier when you enjoy phys ed and the kids like your class. All right. But here's the thing. I still felt like, fuck, man, I'm at the mercy of I got to go to the bathroom when my schedule allows it. I've got to go for recess duties. I fucking hated that shit. There's certain things about my job that I didn't like. But I ended up saying, how can I increase the satisfaction of my job? How can I make it completely different? And the goal was this. Every single Monday, what I looked for was that one opportunity to provide a solution, put a smile on a kid's face, or make them believe in themselves. I needed to do something special every single day. I was a problem solver, looking for uh, solutions, looking for a way to, you know, build somebody up. My job became a complete different experience. It became an adventure every single day, whether it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. I was looking for opportunities to make a difference. And it wasn't always with the students. Sometimes it was with the teachers. You know, you give a hand up when somebody was struggling, help them with their diet plan, or give them a good encouraging word. You know, I know you got shit on by this class, but you know something? You're a good teacher hang in there. That kind of stuff, looking for that, that was my mission. I started deciding I'm gonna make the biggest impact I could within my school. All right, now listen, if that's still not up your alley and you don't like your job but it pays well, then find a passion outside of work. Whether it's going to the gym, for me it was competing. All right, competing in the natural bodybuilding world. Man, it was a completely different life outside of school because once school was done, I had the gym, I had my diet plan, I had my results, I had a, an increasingly excellent body by competing in a contest and moving towards it. I was passionate about that. You might be passionate about something like Taekwondo and going to the dojo and um, sparring against somebody else. So don't waste any more time. Find your mission, find your passion, take action. Number three, focus, lock in on your plan. The gap between your current life and the life you want is called focus. So what are the five things you actually want in your life? It could be a better body, it could be more money, it could be an amazing relationship with your wife, it could be an amazing relationship with your kids, great leisure time, whatever it is, pick the five things that you want, keep it at five. All right, 80% of your time is now allotted to those five things, 80% most of your time, locked into your plan with focus. Well, I don't have time to work out. No, you're just a fucking poor planner. That's it. All right. Get your calendar out and take a look at it. Okay. What days am I going to use to build a better body? What days am I going to spend on special date night with my wife? What days am I going to plan activities with my kids? What are the hours? And then focus during that time just on those things. Just on working out. The 30 minutes you have to your kid. Focus entirely on that kid. Be present without your mind being someplace else. Focus, focus, focus. Everybody can do this. But the first thing is find the five areas in your life you want to make uh, improvements in and focus 80% of your time on that. If you were given an arena to completely transform your body, your focus, your finances, and your family, would you take me up on it? join the league leagueofelite.com. All right. Number four goes hand in hand with number three, which was focus. Number four is become a master at time management. This starts Sunday night. I'm just going to give you a tip that works so well for me. Sunday night, I get the, cal- the calendar out. I lay it out for the entire week and I say, what are the blocks of action that I need to take in the most important areas of my life? So I focus on Two critical tasks throughout the week that I need to get done that must get done uh, to make sure my week is a huge success. And I try to get them done on Monday. All right. Why not just go for the kill and do the biggest, most important stuff? Never mind a to do list. What's at the top of the list? What's the most important thing that if you did nothing else but just that one, the week would be a win? All right. So that's called time management. And then what I do is deliberately plan out. Um, blocks during the week where I'm going to work out. I've got my workout schedule. I've got my business schedule. I've got my wife time. I've got my kids time. I've got my leisure time planned out. And then after that, I go with some of the stuff that are maybe um, important, but not so urgent. And I plot those in. And then after that, with whatever times remaining, Then I start putting in stuff like relaxation, recuperation, pool time, maybe a movie, and I stay true to my schedule. Most important thing here is keep the promises you make to yourself on Sunday night. These are the blocks of time that you've set aside. Respect those blocks of time. Have that schedule in front of you. So now you're not uh, at the mercy of feelings. You're not at the mercy of whims you're at the mercy of your schedule. If your schedule says from 10 a.m. to 12 noon on a Monday, this is what you're supposed to be doing, you're not distracted by anything else. That's not the time to work out if you're doing business during that time. That's not the time to take a phone call. That's not the time to uh, search something on the net or go to your Twitter account. That's your time to do business. If you said that on Tuesday morning from 6 to 6.30, it's workout time, You respect that time. You keep that promise. You get to the gym, you work out in your home gym, and you get the workout done. And I'll tell you what ends up happening. When you start managing your time and you become a master at that, this time, this schedule works for you. You become more disciplined. But as I said before, keep the promises you make to yourself that Sunday night. Truly critical. This alone by itself, number four, is going to completely accelerate your game last but not least one day at a time focus one day at a time one critical task at a time daily finish your tasks win the day and be patient let me ask you something when you go to the gym for the first time in a long time that first day you come home did you notice improvements no you actually probably noticed the next day that you're super stiff that you're in pain you got a lactic acid buildup. your back's hurting a little bit you're tired all right What about the second day? You get to the gym, do you notice improvements in your body the second day? How about the third day you go in? You're starting to lift weights and, uh, uh, you know, you finish the job and you go home uh, and you look in the mirror. Do you notice improvements? No, not at all. So for the first three days of training or for the first week for that matter, did you notice much of a difference? No. Does that mean that the training doesn't work? Of course not. If you were naive enough to believe that that's the case, then you just don't understand the principles of training, All right? 1% better every day. Win the small battles every single day. Those small battles, one, add up over time. All right? So take that one day at a time approach, trying to move the needle forward every single day. Small incremental improvement goes a long way. So that's all it is, man. It's about you overcoming you one day at a time. But I think at some point you need to say to yourself, I can actually do this. And I say you can, so just fucking do it. All right? Now, you might be listening to this podcast saying, okay, I get what he's saying. I was expecting something prophetic. I was expecting something that was going to really make a difference in my life. These are basic principles. No fucking kidding. They're basic, simple principles. But the key point is you actually apply them. You actually do something, all right? But are you going to wait till uh, next week, next month? You know, you got to regroup, get that motivation on before you do something. Here's my challenge to you. I'd rather you email me, schedule a time with me, go to leagueofelite.com, and, uh, you know, book a time, 15-minute conversation with me. And even if it's for the first five minutes, you get on with me, you look me in the eyes and say, I'm going to fucking do it. You know, you're a fucking asshole for telling me what I need to do, but you're right. Fuck you. I'm off to the races. I'd rather you do that. The point is you need to take bloody action for once in your life. All right? Uh, The information I gave here works 100% if you work it. Right? Take that chance. Believe in yourself. Have the confidence in yourself. Maybe not necessarily to make that million dollars, you know, your first year into business, but maybe it means making an extra $500 a month. Okay, maybe it doesn't mean that you're going to enter Mr. Olympia and, and blow people away with your body, but maybe it's going to mean um, getting rid of that gut or putting on clothes that makes you look respectable and makes yourself look good. Okay, it might be a situation where okay, you're not going to have that passionate relationship where you're having sex with your wife every night, but she might actually look at you and say, you're looking pretty good. I've gained some respect for you right? You might have this situation where maybe your kids are not going to totally look up to you because they look up to LeBron James or whoever else is out there, Tom Brady, but they might look at you and say, you know what? Yeah, that guy's my hero over there, but that's pretty good too, right? Trust me, it's worth it. Take action. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Subscribe, share with your friends, and be sure to check out the Ultimate Men's Playbook available now at amazon.com.